November, meaning we are done with spooky season. That's right. It was a blast. It was a blast. Yeah, I loved it. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. A lot of positives of a decade. Yeah, <laughs> and it was like a lot. It was a uh, very wholesome. It was, yeah. You know, and we got to see the a lot of good and, and not so much bad. Honestly, you got to you got to be introduced to some Halloween classic classics classics yeah. <laughs> with a Q. Yeah, the 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 classicos. Right. Like uh. <laughs> Like the Adams family. Adams family. Uh, Hall- uh, reintroduced to Halloween. Yeah, I got to watch Halloween Town again because right. I hadn't seen it since I was since I watched it with my sister when she was like a child. Right, and then the craft. The the craft I had never seen. Right. Yeah. yeah. And uh, you know, frighteners. And the frighteners. Right. Was uh was also a lot of fun. Right, which is you know going to be very disappointing because I think the movie we watched today and the frighteners came out in the same year. See. One yeah. see so, you know one thing we've been doing with this year is uh the year twenty twenty. I think all of us can agree that we're excited for 2021. Now we are. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, is there anything in 2021? Is there anything that would indicate that things will change for the better in 21? No. No. Not I think all. just optimism, just pure, pure yeah. simple optimism. It's uh, human nature. Yeah. You know, we, uh, you know, this obviously is co- coming out on a Sunday, but we, we were recording this on a Friday right. and. You know, some some good things happened depending on you know what side of the aisle you lie on. For sure. And you know. And uh, and, and yeah, something like that. But and but now I feel like it's a nice capstone. Right. And we still have two months. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we still like gonna little, little march on down to the New Year's Eve. Yeah, but you know we got a little sneak peek today mm. of what twenty twenty one has in store for us. That's right. And that sneak peek actually comes to us from nineteen ninety five. Six. Six. Yes. Even worse. Oh, man. There's really no excuse for this. Right. <laughs> right. So, you know me. Big Keanu fan. That's right. I won, won That's why I threw this out there, too, because I knew yeah. it was going to tempt, tempt some it, things. Put it into the, the ether, the right. internet, as this movie thinks. Uh, and, and, you know, I, I was I was John Wick real quick for Halloween. <laughs> you were real quick on the Wick. Yep. And then I, I had idea, I had aspirations of Shane Falco, mm. of, of Ted Theodore uh, Logan. Uh, Logan. Right. And Johnny Utah, Johnny uh, Utah, give me two, two. <laughs> uh, and <laughs> but what, what I had no aspirations of was uh, recreating the t- the titular character <laughs> of the 1996 cyberpunk uh, <laughs> esque, yeah, Blade Runner inspired. Yeah, a lot of things going on. Johnny Mnemonic. Johnny Mnemonic. See, we're doing this thing for November called Unknown. November, yeah. which is normally we tell each other what we have planned like a week or two in advance. So we know where to find it, how to prepare for it, mm-hmm. what to look up for it. And we each have a movie in our back pocket that we're not telling the, we're not telling each other about. Until we show up. Until we show up. Until like till game time, basically. Yeah. yeah. So today, I, I think at like two o'clock in the morning, I texted you. I was like, I got my movies. Yeah, you're like I'll co- okay, I'll come over. Okay, perfect, park. great, like, oh, great, it, nice and easy. Yeah. So Matt comes over. I go, okay, I have two two choices. I'm gonna leave it up to fate. The two, the choices were Royal Tenenbaums, which is a personal favorite of mine. I've been trying to get it on the show for a while. Right. But then also I was scouring through Hulu last night and I saw Johnny Mnemonic here and I'm like, I know, this is <laughs> I know, like, this is definitely kind of a this would be fun. Because I, I haven't seen it in a long time, mm-hmm. so I remember a couple things. But I was like, oh, "This should be this should be a lot of fun." Right. Uh, and then I, I, you know, made you flip a coin. Royal Tenenbaums won, but I was like, "Do you want to see it? You want to at least see the trailer?" Of I Johnny bit the Lamonic. apple. I bit the apple. I let you show me that trailer. Yep. And there was no turning back. That's right. That trailer was good. It was like forty minutes long, though. <laughs> yeah, it was half the movie, and the good half of it. You know, <laughs> all the fun shit. Yeah. 
and, and but then we watched the movie and we had to watch all the other shit that came with it. Oh my god! See, there's if you're too young to remember, or if you're too old to ignore, uh, <laughs> there was a downside to Keanu Reeves. For every speed, yeah. there was a this. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Uh, for every Matrix, there was a Matrix Revolution. That's right. For every there... uh, Man of Tai Chi, there was a you know. Well, some sweet November. I thought Man of Tai Chi was the. Oh, I don't know. I mean, some people like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I suppose. Forty-seven Ronin. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. a good one. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's he's been in so many classics, but are they really classics because Keanu? I think we are more enamored with the man than the mm-hmm. movies. Yeah, that's true. I think he's so cool that like it doesn't matter what kind of flaming garbage he's in. Right. That we're just like, you know what? He looks like he's having a good time. Right, so but and other time. than John Wick, is the movie really awesome because Keanu's in it? Would have been better if someone else played John Wick? No. That exactly. one that one is because of John Wick. Right. That was because of Keanu Reeves. I'm sorry. <laughs> right. The now Matrix. That... If the would the Matrix have been better if Will Smith said, Okay, I'll be in the Matrix. That's a tough one. He's coming off the back of Men in Black. That's what I'm saying. And and there's yeah. a very similar character from Men in Black. Right. Jay's a similar character where he's been living in this world that turns out has just been a facade mm-hmm. this whole time and he's brought into a secret organization, you know, and and kind of sort of awakened to the true nature of the world that he's in and that he himself is uniquely qualified mm-hmm. to disable a threat that the rest of the world doesn't even know is there. Right. So, and then... Yeah, so that's that's very similar, and it, of course he has the mentor relationship with uh, K, aka Morpheus. Right. You know, it's a lot it, of lot, lot of, of parallels, a lot of treaded ground. Right. So he might have. Would the Matrix have been it's, the same? Absolutely no. not. It would have been weirder. It would have been like more light, maybe. Yeah, it definitely wouldn't have been as heavy. I don't think there would have been as much as many theories as it there are been now. Like, I know kung fu. Ha ha. Morpheus, watch out. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, I, get him back. Yeah, but uh, but I'm saying like, was the Matrix amazing because it was Keanu? I I, I think the Matrix was amazing because of Lawrence Fishburne. Oh yeah, because I of think Hugo Weaving, anyone around. Yeah, and plus it was just directed well, and the inspiration was really good. Right. I think a lot of people have said it, and I'm I'm starting to agree with it now. Is that a lot of early Keanu Reeves stuff? He had the you know that blank expression where you mm-hmm. could put yourself into his. <laughs> you, you like he's he's basically your your, yeah. your canvas your proxy your proxy yeah. uh i think that's why the matrix is so well because you need a guy to basically just be kind of dragged along right will smith doesn't have that kind of personality keanu reeves is so easy going you'd be like okay like yeah let's go yeah through. will smith is such a big personality that right. you know you're watching will smith right it's will yeah. smith fucking around on a computer right i think that's a great point actually right. um although i will say that he does have the, an everyman vibe to him in men in black because he's a street smart cop, right. you know, doesn't fit in with all these suits and stuff, and uh, literally, mm. and uh, that that does make you. Uh, and when I'm watching Men in Black, I'm just like, oh man, this guy's like one of the boys, you know, just right. like trying to, you know. I think that maybe also because at the time the Matrix came out, Will Smith was a mega star. Yeah. When Men in Black came out, he wasn't a mega star. He did Fresh Prince, I think he did Independence Day, so he was like right at the cusp. Mm-hmm. And then when The Matrix came out, he was, you know, Will Smith's movie, Billion Dollars. Over the Moon, yeah. Right, yeah. 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 So I think it would have been a tough to, to see Will Smith basically, you know, be the Martin Lawrence of that movie. Mm. You know, that would have been tough to watch. Of which movie? Of The, of the Matrix. To see him, a... to see Lawrence Fishburne kind of drag him around. Or even because maybe they would go like, because it was the late 90s. I know, but been... what, where, where, how is it the Martin Lawrence of the movie? Because, you know, Mike Lowry just drags... Yeah. Oh, that's what you mean. Just, dra- just dragging him around. Sure, sure, sure. That's what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's not okay. really okay. Neo's mission right. until he makes it his mission. Gotcha. So gotcha. Will Smith, for like 75% of that movie, can't just be dragged along without right. him stopping going like, whoa, take yeah, a second. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, I think it would have been a really hard, because, and also, I think we may have lost Lawrence Fishburne if that was the case. Because I think the 90s studios would have been like, well, we have a black lead, we don't need another... Mm. black actor to be his mentor put... plus uh, those two big names you gotta pay right yeah. well Fishburne was not big Fishburne was he was known but he wasn't like well, when did Boys in the Hood come out Boys in the Hood came out early I think that came out like 94 93 yeah. we did it by the yeah. way check our uh... yeah it was a good episode <laughs> that's a good episode um, yeah. very heavy stuff but uh yeah I suppose he, this was this was this is what made Lawrence Fishburne the, house, the household name I suppose 
Oh, 91. 91. Fuck, okay, yeah, so he was irrelevant yeah. outside of... <laughs> he was a nobody. <laughs> yeah, nobody. No, but I mean, like, Lawrence Fishburne is more known as, like, a character actor. He's kind of mm-hmm. known as, like, you have him there, he's not in a leading role. Right. But I think having such a blank slate that Keanu is, you allowed him to kind of envelop the scene, where you would, if you would have just had him and Will Smith, they would have been both chewing the scenery, and it would have yeah. been like, this is a hokey shit. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I think it works in The Matrix when you have charismatic supporting actors, when you have a concept that is, uh, or a logic and a concept that you have to uh, ingest. Right. So it makes sense to be in a character that also has to do that, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, when it doesn't work, though, his, bl- his like blank slate right. kind of appeal is when you do not have anyone else that is solid and charismatic working around him right and you also don't have a a a story around him that has a sound logic to it Mm -hmm. you know and it doesn't have a an emotional hook to it right if everything there are it feels like there's no rules right but not in like the good way Right. Where you could be like, oh, anything's possible, but this is like, what's possible? Right, right, yeah. right. So in The Matrix, you're watching it through Neo, and you're just like, wait, okay, so he can learn this. Right, so and anything is possible. Right, and you're watching him learn, and you're just like, okay, so that's how that works. Right. Right, and it, and that kind of brings you in. He's like, oh, wow, so he's actually this this whole time. Mm-hmm. He was like, born, so he's now being born in a weird way, and you're like, and you're watching it that way. But now... With Johnny Mnemonic. When we watch Johnny Mnemonic. <laughs> uh, look, I'm going to say a lot of the times I, I end the episodes <laughs> saying, oh, you should definitely check it out. It's on Hulu. You don't have to. You really don't. If you, you can... see this and you just be like, oh, what are the boys talking about this week? I'll give you 15 minutes of this. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, honestly, you don't need to. Honestly. There's nothing. The We were talking when we were watching it. like, And, you know, we've been. I'm going to I'm gonna sound. It's going to sound really weird. But I think because we did like. A couple of Jackie Chan movies, and we, you know, we've seen a couple of YouTubers basically kind of point some stuff out. We've take, we're able to kind of take that into our own criticism, and we're able to spot stuff out now. Mm. And I feel like we're like kind of blessed with Jackie Chan, yeah, because we're this still... was garbage, yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely, <laughs> absolute trash. absolutely. I mean, don't get me wrong, we're, we're don't get us, we're not, we're not, you know, cinematographers by any stretch of the imagination. But at this point, we. This movie was bad enough that we don't have to be. Right. <laughs> this movie was basically, I, th- I think I even said it to you before. I was like, wow, they spent so much time. They have so much detail. They have a lot of things going on in this set. Mm-hmm. It's a shame we can't see it. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's, it's all tight close-ups, middle shots, barely an establishing shot. Like, the establishing yeah, right, shot is like, right. it's like a bridge in the distance. Like, who fucking cares? Yeah. Like, you, you need... Uh, Patrick H. Willems, I think I sent a couple videos to you about from him. I, he's very good. He's very like good. Him. He's a, he's, yeah. he's a New York boy. Oh, is he? Yeah, he's from upstate, though. Hey, oh, well. But he lives in the city now. Okay, straight hey. up, straight up. All right. Uh, so he, he preaches for action scenes geography. So you know what's mm. going on, who's who, what's what, right. and how everything's going to happen. At the end, fights. Fuck this movie. We're going to spoil the shit out of it. We're just going to jump all over it. Honestly, the plot doesn't really go anywhere for right. most of the movies so it it goes from a to d then back to a then back to d then back to a and then all the way to z with skipping everything in between everything in between is covered in the prologue right yeah there's a love story somehow it's hardly a story and that's the thing right. the care you compare it you know they, so neo and and trinity is right. a very similar idea to johnny and that lady that lady I think um jenny or jenny maybe <laughs> Uh, we literally just finished watching the movie. Yeah, like maybe ten forget. minutes ago, and we don't know her name. But though that's actually the, those two relationships are very similar. Where you know she is sort of Jane. Jane, okay, mm, plain well, Jane, more, play, like very, more like it. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's actually a great comparison. And obviously, it's unfair to compare anything to the Matrix, but it's not. No, because it's the same lead. Same dystopian future. Same idea of plugging your brain into something. Literally. Yeah. Um, you know, and a lot of the same relationships that these characters share. Mm-hmm. You know, like Ice T is supposed to be a, a Morpheus type. Yeah, kind of. He he sees the truth in the world. Right. He's yeah. leading these this band of rebels against like big uh, big corporate big machines. corporate computer yeah machines. Yeah. And then you got Jane slash who's Trinity, who's sort of his uh, bringing 
bringing the Keanu into this, like, the real world, like, out of his bubble. Right. And through that, through, like, sort of showing him the way, you know, she kind of falls for his potential. She falls, she sees him as, like, this guy, maybe Morpheus is right, maybe there's something to this guy, and then she kind of falls for him through that. But the difference between Johnny and Neo Mm. is Neo wasn't a crybaby throughout the entire movie. Yo, he had straight up monologues. (laughs) Johnny had straight up, yeah, like, we watched Keanu Reeves complain for, like, 45 seconds Mm -hmm. straight. Yep. It was a, they, they halted the movie, and the movie felt slow to begin with. Right, it already wasn't they, going it, anywhere. And they hit the brakes so hard. <laughs> it it's like It's like when you're learning how to drive in a parking lot, and then you take the car out of a park, mm-hmm. and then your parent goes, stop, and you just slam the brakes. Yeah. That's how hard it felt yeah. at that speed. You're oh. going barely going a mile an hour, and then just... Yeah, the break. you still somehow managed to fly forward. I'll, you know what? I'm going to find the, the clip. I'm going to put it in here because it, that speech is nuts where it's like, I want a club sandwich. It was I want a hooker. Rambling. Uh, uh, just give me, oh, all right, we're going to give a three-second pause so I can find the sure. clip. What the fuck is going on? What the fuck is going on? You know, all my life, I've been careful to stay in my own corner. Looking out for number one, no complications. Now suddenly, I'm responsible for the entire fucking world. And everybody and his mother is trying to kill me if, if my head doesn't blow up first. Maybe it's not just about you anymore. Listen, you listen that city over there that's where i'm supposed to be not down here with the dogs and the garbage and the fucking last month's newspapers blowing back and forth i've had it with them i've had it with you i've had it with all this i want room service i want the club sandwich i want the cold mexican beer I want a $10,000 a night hooker! I want my shirts laundered. Like they do at the Imperial. Okay, so that's the clip. Yeah. Uh, it's nuts. Because it comes at a time where you think everything's picking up because there's a bit of a chase scene. Yeah. It, but there really wasn't. It wasn't a chase so much, but there was like. It was, it was a bit of conflict, of right. action that happened, which the movie didn't have for what seemed like 45 minutes. Right. Uh, and I think... I'm going to see how much this movie it was. It was weird because it was Keanu Reeves acting his hardest while at the same time <laughs> acting so poorly. Right. You know? <laughs> he, it's like he was trying to be bad. Yeah. Like, he was like, like, I really don't want to be... like. Was he it was putting what, so much, and I was just like, "What wow. is it in, uh, in Into the Spider Verse when he got when Miles got a zero? It's like, do you know how smart you have to be to get a zero on this? Yes, right. To get every single question wrong. Yeah, if you if, and, he, and he goes like, if you actually just actually didn't know and guessed everything, right. you would get at least half, right. right? Which means you have to try to do worse. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so this movie was made for an estimated twenty six million dollars in nineteen ninety six. I feel like that's still low. The the Frighteners were made for less, I believe. Frighteners was made for less? I can believe that. Yeah, let me, yeah. Let me just, let me just double alone. check that. The wardrobe alone. <laughs> but um, but yeah. it made it made $6 million oh, on its opening week and $19 million overall. Oh, so it was a big boy. old, big old fart. I can't believe he, they cast him in the Matrix after that. I think it, it was tough, man, because I think he was still going off a lot of... A lot of goodwill with speed. A lot of goodwill with speed. A lot of goodwill with point break. Because Keanu point was point break. That's true. He was a force, yeah. man. Like he was, he was everything that like people want. He was a, he's a good looking dude. Oh no, I'm sorry. Frighteners had four million dollars more, <laughs> so it was a thirty million dollar movie. Wow. Compared to a twenty six. But that's the thing. Like Frighteners did that in a small town. Town. Yeah. With thirty million dollars, and they kept it to these like kind of elaborate set pieces. Well, this is $26 million, and they... They blew it all in that CGI screensaver, you <laughs> right. know? And their, their interpretation of the internet yes. is at least $20 million. It's amazing how yeah. wrong they were. Yeah. 
you know, and anytime we watch a movie that's in the future, it's always fun to see like, all right, well, why did they undershoot? What did they overshoot? What right. did they get wrong? What did they get right? And it, when the movie first started, we're just like, wow, they got a lot right. Right. So one, <laughs> there is a there is a virus that is plaguing the the world. Mm-hmm. People have to wear masks. Mm-hmm. People are dropping dead. There's civil unrest in the streets. Yeah, people are protesting in the streets. AT and T is a major company. Yes. Uh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That was. Um. You have. Oh. The 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 sort of corporate rule. The, it seems like the there's like a corporation that's kind of ruling. You're right. You know, which big pharma. Basically. Big pharma essentially. Big pharma, yeah. And they have like a gang essentially. Yeah. Uh. Doing their their bidding, kind of like a a you know proud boy type, uh, uh, yeah, you know p- police type. Stand stand back and stand by. Yeah, right, exactly. It was straight up stand back and stand by type shit. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it, you have uh, um, oh oh, there was a uh, there was like one other thing that that was like straight. They had uh, a dolphin in a tank. That's so futuristic. Yeah. And so true to form. That yeah. they had a dolphin hooked up to like a radio or whatever. Yeah. Named Jones, which was the biggest reveal. And by far, like I remembered it. And so I forgot what time it came out in the, in the, in the movie. Hmm. But I remember when. Late. The, yeah, very late. Late in the movie. Very late. This is like, this is maybe like a second act reveal. But that they saved to the, the last minute. The movie is paced so poorly though <laughs> that like you don't even know where the acts di- like differentiate. Like. When does it go from the first to the second act? Exactly. The second I, to the third. I think when the third act would be when Henry Rollins, I guess. Yeah, when Henry when they go to the hospital, I guess the second act would be when they go to the club the first time. They go a second time. I don't. Honestly, <laughs> everything looks the oh same. Oh my god! <laughs> like everything looks the fucking same, and it's it's kind of sad because this. <laughs> Keanu, like, he is good at what he does. Yeah. And there are, like, okay, obviously, like, are they hampered by a lower budget? Yes, but we've seen directors make better stuff with less. Exactly. And we've seen, like, John Wick was actually, John Wick's been made for $20 million. That's nuts. That's $20 million currently. This is, this was $26 million in 1996 money. That's That's like like a billion dollars now. (laughs) So uh, that is, like, I, for me, I take that as like a Deadpool, a Deadpool budget, like fifty-five. Right. Where like it's it's not a ton of money, but it didn't yeah. it, it it could have been still been decent. Right. Exactly. You, know? you didn't need all this like crappy fucking internet shit. Well, they thought that that was like like oh man like first of all they they had the disadvantage of not seeing old CGI right. because it didn't what well, they were old they were like the first ones to do it so nowadays. <laughs> If a director is smart or like you know cognizant of of that, they can look back and be like, okay, some CGI doesn't age well. Right. So maybe some things I I won't use. They had a avatar of Keanu Reeves that would make Nintendo sixty four embarrassed. Yeah. It, it straight up looked like a golden eye avatar. It looked <laughs> worse like, than that. Worse than a, like a golden stretched eye. out. Golden yeah, eye. like a ribbony golden eye. <laughs> It's like this is early concept. That's perfect. You know, I didn't think when we first started. Maybe because I, I wasn't, uh, I didn't have the G Fuel in me yet. By the way, another episode brought to you by G Fuel. It's a lot of them nowadays. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Shooting after my Fridays are tough. So, <laughs> <laughs> Especially but, uh, after a slow ass movie. Oh my goodness! This but movie. I feel like you would have fallen asleep during Royal Tenements because it is a very. It's also it's slow, but in it's a different slow, way. but it's understated. Like yeah. It's, it, it takes its time for, like, emotional things to build. Like, because I was also wrestling with Royal Tenenbaums and Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou, which I personally love. And, and is that another Wes Anderson? That is, yeah. yeah. It's one of his... Uh, Bill, Bill Murray's big in that one, right? Bill Murray yeah. is... It's Bill Murray, Owen Wilson, Kate Blanchett, Willem Dafoe. Uh, yeah, I know. It's a Wes Anderson Yeah, it's a Wes Anderson movie. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's fun, and then there's sad parts, but I was like, you know what? I'll get to it later, mm. but like, let's like this. I thought I really thought this would be more punchy. Well, I knew it meant a lot to do this one first because yeah. I know you're a big Wes Anderson guy. Yeah, big Wes Anderson. You know? I'm a white guy from the suburbs. <laughs> <laughs> Can't hide it, and I've got a goofy mustache on right now. So, <laughs> yo, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Not that you have a goofy mustache, but that the mustache is indicative of your fandom. Of exactly. Wes yeah. <laughs> um, that the, that that correlation is very yeah. is very true. But spot on. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so for you to choose this over, I was like, wow, this movie must be something. Right. I I was like, you know what? Like, I think I feel like. This is such like a wild concept for like 
to do. And I know, like, you know, I think, like, watching the Royal Ten... Like, if you watch the Royal Ten on your own time... Yeah. Not, you know, coming here straight from work... Right. You would enjoy it more. Right, right. But I feel because you're tired, I thought, like, this would be, like, would a pile wake, minute, wake up. Snip, snap, snap. I thought so, too. Yeah, and then I was watching, like... 20 minutes in, I was like, this has got to be over by now. Yeah, oh, my God. We paused it halfway through, and it's like, there's still a half an hour left. Like, oh, my God. Nothing it's crazy that. how pacing makes such a difference yeah. in the consumption of a film. Um, another, But let's, you know what? Let's backtrack, because what? let's talk about what drew us in. I watched the trailer, right? Right, And it was like, all right, this is, like, I could tell in the trailer this wasn't going to be great. Right. But what drew me in was, one, the, the campiness. Right. And two... The concept of a man whose head, whose brain, <laughs> was used to smuggle de- data. Data. Right? Which seems so much less convenient than right. methods that we actually have now. Yeah. And that we're going into 2021 with. He started off with like, what, 80 gigs of data? Which is less than... Which is less than an iPod touch. Right. Right. <laughs> and then he doubled it to 160, which is just my phone, you know? <laughs> Which is like three years old, and doing that gives him a brain aneurysm. You know, so uh, hold on, uh, I'm I'm trying to look up how much 300 gigs is. It's probably not. It says like gives you 300 hours of standard definition or 100 <laughs> yeah, hours like, of high def. Right. Okay, yeah. That's nothing. It's not much. It's oh. not much. You can't do much with that. Uh, a, re- a standard hard drive is a terabyte. Right. Which is a thousand gigs. So yeah, we um, were we were joking around saying like. Oh man, they don't have drop boxes in the yeah, future. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I like how they they came up with this concept instead of when the real concept is not only so much simpler but way more effective. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> and they're like, "Well, fax the images," like, and you still have faxes. Yeah, in 2021. Right. I like how the, right next to this man that they are uploading data into his brain. Right. They're just like, "All right, now we'll fax this over to make sure." <laughs> Like, how did you think it. this would still be a thing? Right. <laughs> I think in 96 they had email. So it's... But that's the hilarious thing with with uh, with futuristic movies. Right. Is like the swings and misses. Yeah. Of no. like what they thought would it would would last forever and what they thought is definitely going to change. See, now I, I looked it up. This only had one writer on it. So that means one person. I believe that. Yeah, because every character sounds the same. But like it would <laughs> it would be. It, it honestly would would not surprise me if the guy wrote this in like 1975, <laughs> and then just never it. changed it. Yeah. Like no one's ever like, uh, "What is it about?" Uh, oh, well, that and everyone's like, "Oh, the internet's big. AOL's coming out." Right. And then they're like, "Oh, it's about data transfer." I'm like, "Okay, well, when was it written? Does it matter?" Right. Just get it done. So he's, he's, I imagine it's taking it like a Manila folder and just <laughs> just blowing the test off of it. <laughs> It's like, yeah, this is I good got, to go. Yeah, I got this one for you, Chief. Yeah, this is ready for production. <laughs> yeah, because it's like, it's so like, even at the time, it was like, okay, well, they're obviously moving away from certain things. Mm-hmm. Like, they even said like, oh, get your VCRs ready. And they had a mini disc. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's man. like, you're still like, you're, you're hoping for like another 30 years of VHS. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, some guy's got a fucking brain thing. Right, right. That's clearly plugged in by an aux cord. Right. But uh, what? But the thing is, that part, right, it, like entertaining in its own right. Mm-hmm. But the part that I think, what I thought could be mildly interesting is the idea that he had to give up something in order to become this smuggling device. Right. So yeah, I, that's I, a great concept. Like, yeah, he exactly. He constantly has to like lose something. I thought that that had bones. Right. So like he gave up his childhood in order to smuggle all this information from, you know, buyer to seller, right. seller to buyer, I guess. And, uh, and then, and then, you know, he starts off the movie where his motivation is that he wants to be out of the game and get his memories back. Right. Now, the very concept of having to give up your memories in order to store other things, for me, would indicate that your memory is gone. Right. You're not getting it back. No. Right? I That's what te- that would tell I can me. tell you from someone who's seen people with memory loss. Right. It ain't super it ain't easy coming, to get it Right. Ain't exactly. Back. I can tell you from someone who's crammed for a test. Right. It's not coming back. <laughs> like, you could, like, have that feeling of, like, I think I remember that, but, like, yeah. And he describes that, like, right. a deja vu almost to it. Right. Which, Another... is, which is interesting. Yeah, the fucking um, Wachowskis are watching this movie like, you know, if we 
we'll put both of our brains together. Yeah, yeah. It's we like, got you know, this. this like, I feel like if this were done 100% differently, it could be good. Right. You know, but, uh, but, and the, but the problem is they don't really play on that. Like, no. he, when he goes on his 45-minute rant, yeah. he could have been talking about how, you know, he wishes, how he would, like, because this whole rant is about... Items. Yeah, it's because he's talking about how level. he was, uh, how he used to, he was doing everything for himself. He's completely self-motivated, which makes sense for somebody who has no connections. You look out for number one, you end up like number two. Right. And, and I was totally. like, you know, the whole world is on my shoulders. Right. And I just want a, a big, meaty club sandwich and fries on the side. And I just want, you know, the Mexican beer in the fridge. Yeah. And a 12,000 unit hooker in my hotel room. Right. And, and it's like. That's what he's concerned with. But did you forget that the whole reason you well, yeah, even get... Yeah, his brain's old. <laughs> yeah, right. But I was saying, like, to the director. Right. No, yeah, you, no. Or the writer. Did you forget that the whole... That the only thing that can make this character interesting is that he's missing his childhood yeah, and he's he trying to get it back? He is so unsympathetic that when a moment comes at the end when he does get his memory back, you're like... Fuck him. I don't Who care. Who cares? Yeah. yeah. Fuck you. Like, what, what are you going to do with those memories anyway? It means nothing. No. You find like a big reveal is that the floating face has been his mom the whole time, which who fucking cares? Right. She doesn't, she hasn't, she only talked to him like twice. Twice. And she's talked to the other guy more. I was like, oh, is yeah. that that guy's wife or That's, something? That would make more sense. Right. But it wasn't. But like, <laughs> like you could have a conflicted villain or you could have a sympathetic hero, but here's what you have. Nothing. You have neither. <laughs> neither. You have neither. You have but then also you have Jane, who, to her credit, could have been a cool character. Could have been fleshy. You know, she she was out there. She was, you know, self-sufficient. She was tough. Right. Uh, she had some, she had the Nas disease. Yeah, the Nas. So, so, yeah. She, so she's obviously working on a ticking clock. And I think that that was another, probably another concept where they forced down our faces. Like, oh, are you have 24 hours if this causes septic leach. The yeah, yeah. So it's like, all right, there's a ticking clock. So now there's a ticking clock on two characters. Right. Uh, but they're sleeping and just hanging out. But somehow the clock just seems to stop. Right. Yeah. Everyone just kind of like they run out of bounds real quick. That's and... the thing. I feel like the movie the, the the movie had some concepts in it that could have been expanded. Maybe I think just like w- one or two of those concepts right. you put them together could have been a good movie. But like you said, you you mentioned it a lot, and you know you I think you understood right. The movie suffers from being directed really badly. Yeah. <laughs> this movie is, it's so poorly blocked. It's so pl- poorly, like, thought out. Uh, even, like, <laughs> they have a bit of a chase scene out of uh, the back alley surgery mm-hmm. where, like, they're kind of shooting at each other and the bad guy and the, the, one of the main uh, Yakuza guys and, I guess, a thug mm-hmm. uh, are like shooting at them, but they're both kind of standing there. They take, they like let two bullets go right by them, and then at the same time, they just go, whoa. Yeah. Like, oh, they throw their arms man. up and then they swing to the wall. Oh, it's like, man. How poorly is this thought out? Mm. And if and if you want to know how important like blocking is and like shot setup is, look at Lord of the Rings. Oh. They use very little CGI mm-hmm. for Elijah Wood and Ian McKellen. Mm-hmm. That's all forced perspective. Yep. And that's just, all right, Elijah, you're going to stand six feet in front of him. Mm-hmm. This is, okay, you're right next to each other. There's boxes everywhere, and you're just gonna like act like two fucking idiot mimes. Uh, yeah. Like think it, like use the surroundings. Kind of plot. I I don't think they plotted anything out. So like, like each set, like each step in a movie, and especially a well thought out movie like a John Wick or a Matrix, yeah. especially during fight scenes or like chase scenes, chase scenes especially because mm-hmm. they're so geography so important. Geography so important, and also movement is so important mm. because each movement can't be wasted. Because mm. you you have to like it, if it's a three minute chase scene. That's like a two-second movement. Yeah. Don't waste those two seconds. Yeah. They wasted like 45 seconds <laughs> on a 50-second chase scene. On that one shot. On that, that you one just shot, it's just, yeah. just like it's so like bad because mm-hmm. they just kind of like flop around. And if you want to think like, oh, maybe it's more natural. Like that's what real people would do. It's like, no, it's like not there's what a that difference. Was. Like you could see like. I'm trying to think of like a large crowd. Like when I showed you the GI Joe intro, yeah, that's more realistic movement. For Honestly, drawn people, yeah. Then the one guy who's like shoot got burned up and he had to like trend like kind of uh, uh, transition into like a dive, right? From your from the that '80s cartoon from the '80s uh, theme cartoon, song, yeah, was a much better action shot than anything we got in this foot feature length film, right? Yeah. It's so wild to think like. Like I honestly just think this guy who directed it, he looked like he directed a couple of music videos before, and mm-hmm. I think that was a trend in the '90s, where I think that's where Michael Bay came from. 
uh, this guy, I think maybe Nick Cassavetes. Mm. Like, there's a few directors who just directed music videos to start, and they're like, ah, oh, feature length film, feature yeah. length. It all depends on who they got in with. Yeah, yeah. And this guy just was like, ah, I, whatever, we'll figure it out, we'll figure it out. Yeah. I feel like our our review of this is almost as unstructured as the movie. Well, because that's what it gets. Yeah. That's it, what it gets, yeah. unfortunately. I'm sorry, like, we, we we're, we're not as good reviewers as other people. Like, I do recommend Patrick H. Willems. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is well, a, part of it is that he spends a lot of time writing his shit he, out. He's, a, he's an essay. He's a he's, film essay. Right. Um, we're just two boys talking. Like Chris Stuckman, yeah. is, that's a great reviewer. If yeah, you want to watch it, he's... He yeah. knows his shit. Yeah. He's very uh, well thought out. Very but concise. Yeah, we're just two bros talking. Yeah. And that's, I don't think we've ever tried Been to disguise anything just... more than that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but this, but we also go off the movie that we watch. Yeah. If the movie is good and well structured, we try to keep a well structured yeah. review. Or it just happens to, to go that right. way. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's more happenstance than is our Not own. Not happenstance, but we can play off of a movie that has bones to right. it. Right. You know? Like if you look at our review of, of room with Brie Larson. Right. We are very structured. We are very kind of poignant to each scene. Mm-hmm. But with this movie, it has no respect for itself. So <laughs> yeah. why should we respect it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I do love one thing I'll say about this movie. Right. And we're kind of doing it throughout the, the film, throughout this review, just um, like maybe by half a sense, like you right. said. Is that it shows us so much of what not to do. Right, yeah. You know, it's a great lesson. And if you're you... right, this movie does have good bones. Yeah. It has great bones. Some great concepts And in it's it. great in The Matrix. <laughs> you watch it again. Exactly. Right. Exactly. And you, even, you can't even blame the actors because you take Keanu Reeves, who's the same character in both, in both and down to the fucking 90s mm. suit. Right. You know? <laughs> and... You just well, one day they gave him sideburns in the Matrix, right? Yeah. But then they shaved Cyber- his head. So sideburns are big. Sideburns made a big difference. They're a big difference. Yeah, they were not present in this movie and no. showed. Uh, but, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you take like like for example, geography. You take a chase scene in the Matrix versus what they thought was a chase scene in this movie. Right. Completely different because the chase scene in the Matrix established where people were. Every shot was showing the kinetic energy of the move of the of the movement. Like. Take the original scene where Trinity's getting chased. Right. They slow it down for that amazing shot of her jumping out off the building. But then as soon as she lands, it speeds back up. Right. I was going to say the by the final chase where the oh, agents are chasing yeah. through oh, the apartment man. building. Yeah. So if you take that those tight hallways of the apartment building mm-hmm. compared to the, I, I would throw the quotes up, tight alleyways of this mm-hmm. movie, mm-hmm. The Matrix is so much better. Yeah. This the way that the camera's following him. Then turns, camera cuts real fast, right. and then turns back. And what you saw is not it's not what's there anymore. Mm-hmm. It's not only influencing like the 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 world of what's going on, like the narrative, because it almost feels like the world is 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 like he's running away from like this world altering, world ending force. Right. You know. Um, no, you feel the danger. You, you feel, feel danger. everything. You feel tense. You feel yeah. the da- yeah. So like you said, all we that, should but do also, the Matrix. We should have done the Matrix, <laughs> dude. I love the Matrix. You know, I love the Matrix. Yeah. But we did the Matrix. No, we were going to. Oh, we were going to do. We were going to go on the Landy Lodge and do the Matrix. Oh, we the last time we watched it was with Mikey. Yeah, we did the Netflix party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But okay. the reason why we didn't do it because mm. we had a global pandemic start. Oh shit! That's right. Anytime something good happens that's stopped by the pandemic, it's usually Landy's fault. Yeah. <laughs> Right, we should definitely do the Matrix then. Yeah, and I don't mind going on Landy to do it. No, or bringing him over to don't do care. it. Don't care. But uh, studio is open. Matrix is one of my. What's one of our favorite movies? You know what's funny to t- to give us a break from this movie for a second sure. to kind of reset our brains. Sure. To un get those gigs out, man. To unplug. <laughs> <laughs> I going into watching the Matrix again with you guys mm-hmm. on the Netflix. I forgot about it, and I thought I didn't like it. Because one of the last times I saw it, I was sick and I fell asleep through it. So it was obviously I'm like, well, obviously I didn't care. Right. So right. I was just it bored. Didn't keep you. It didn't keep my attention, even though I was suffering through food poisoning. So I could have been <laughs> so one. So what could have kept? What could have kept my attention? Right. I was either throwing up, puking. Uh, I'm sorry, throwing up, pooping, or or yeah. sleeping. So yeah, one yeah, of the yeah. the Matrix couldn't keep my attention through either. <laughs> so watching it again and actually giving it a chance and. We were on it, it, the Netflix party is cool because it's more of like a it's a chat on the yeah. side. It's not like a video thing, which I thought it was. 
But I think having the chat and having been able to kind of process the thoughts and seeing your guys' thoughts coming out, I feel like that, in, that enhanced my enjoyment of it. Mm-hmm. And I actually super like The Matrix now. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure, for sure. Um, and I'd love to do it because there's so much, um, not to come off as a weeb, but like just, <laughs> you know, the anime... This movie is a little weeb. Yeah, me, facts, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I think just watching things on like... When I, next time I watch The Matrix, I'm going to watch like, okay... So what is Keanu doing differently here? How are the Wachowskis directing Keanu differently here right. that makes his performance much more in captivating than this? Right. Because yeah, there's like literally down to like there are scenes where he's plugged in and his body starts shaking violently, mm-hmm. right? That are in both of these movies. <laughs> when yeah, it's in the true, Matrix, yeah. you're just like, oh shit, he's taking damage. Right. Oh shit, son, somebody help him. And then this one is like, why is he, go- is he just yeah. like fish out of water? Yeah, and this one is like, Keanu, stop it. Right. Come on. Somebody. Is Do you think, I mean, obviously we know Keanu is a cool guy because we see in his interviews and we see him out there in the streets. He's kind of yeah. being a cool dude. But when they go like, okay, like he gets into like a maybe he he builds up his his acting hmm. just to a point where he's like i just gotta go it's like <laughs> uh what is it it's lana and i forgot uh the other wachowski's name oh i forgot why do i sarah yeah and he's like steve i think that they were before they uh yeah before they transitioned before they transitioned yeah. i forgot what their names are but i know i should really keep abreast of that but like i mean regardless of the regardless, wachowskis yeah he goes yeah. yo w's yeah, just let me roll, and they're like, "Okay, Keanu," and then like, "We're gonna cut that." Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. it's not gonna There's be a in scene the scene where it's like, "Ah, uh, one minute I was over here, yeah, and now I'm eating goo." You're right, right. It's like, yeah. I just want my mouse pad and <laughs> <laughs> my Kentucky Fried Chicken. I just want to live in my dang studio apartment. Right. Can we cut? We're gonna cut that out, right? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, now let's try that when you listen to us. Right. Okay. And then <laughs> let's do it again from the top. And, I, and that's Whoa. the thing. He didn't have, like, a big rant like that. No. You know? Uh, which, obviously... I don't think in any of the Matrix movies he ever, like, exploded. No. And I think that went to his character because his character was, you know, as because he got... He basically got dumped the same thing. It's like, you're going to be the savior of the world. Yeah. In both movies. Yeah. And then in, in this... It's not he, your choice. It's not your choice. There's nothing you could really do about it. Right. The only thing you can do about it is save the world. Right. And with this movie... He was like, well, I don't wanna. Mm-hmm. And then in the Matrix, he's like, I gotta do it. Like I gotta yeah. see it to the end. Yeah. And and that's and that's a the sad thing because if Johnny Mnemonic was sympathetic, I would have cared. Yeah. I would have cared and would have been like, Oh, it's a surprise his mom is the big blue face. But it's also the big blue face, we had nothing from her. Right. Like there was nothing to her except warning the bad guy not to be bad. Right. And suddenly it's her mom it's his mom. And it's just like, all right, but why <laughs> yeah it's also like there's no connection between her and him up mm-hmm. until this point so why do we why is that significant to us exactly you know? yeah um like if she didn't call him johnny like if his if his real name was like douglas mm. like you go oh something's here yeah yeah yeah. Like, oh because johnny is such like a because his name is technically johnny smith yeah in the movie john smith he's john... a blank slate exactly he doesn't remember anything about him so. right um but it's also like if she would if she would show concern for him when she's talking to him or you like know, malfunction something like right sent them on sent the bad guys on the wrong path right like you show that she's in his corner right it's like all right well why would she be and why does the, the person who has access to the bad guy also helping johnny like that would it would at least cause some kind of intrigue but also the like neo's whole thing throughout this his journey was him trying to trying to come to the the conclusion that he is capable right that he can do it Mm-hmm. You know, because the whole time it's like, I'm not the one. Right. It's not me. You know, like, and it's more, it's not him like, I don't want to do it. It's like, look, if I could, I would. Right. But I I don't, I don't have this kind How of. How am I going to do it? Yeah. yeah Whereas just, Johnny Mnemonic is like, oh, this sucks. I don't want to do this. Right. You know, he, he's being a little brat. When he came into the room at the first time, they're like, all right, it's going to be 300 gigs of data. And he only, and he said like, I only have like 160 room. Yeah. It's like, I'll do it anyway. Because he's doing it for selfish reasons. Right. Like, he doesn't care about this, whatever package right. it is. He exactly. just wants to get the job done and get out and get, get his, his money. Yeah. yeah, get his money. Um, but there's ways of doing that, too, of changing the the motivations of your character. Mm. Where, like, when he does find out that he does have the cure for NAS and his, his companion Jane has it, right. make his reaction to her, her symptoms 
you know, a little bit more than, I think she's sick. <laughs> yeah, obviously. She's yeah. shaking all over the place. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Uh, Let's also talk about that romance, still, Because that was another big failure of this movie. I Yeah. Whereas in The Matrix, it worked. Right, because it was built up over time. Right. It was built over... Because you have to admit that, like, you have to think that from when uh, Neo woke up to when Neo and Trinity left at the phone mm-hmm. before Agent Smith shot it, that had to be at least more than three days. That's true. Right? So there's some time to build it. Mm-hmm. This was like... Um, okay, you're hired to be my bodyguard. You let me sleep in the train tracks. Now we're going to make out. Cool. What's up? There was, yeah, there was just like, what's up? Like, there's the, a missing piece. The points just didn't connect. Right. You know? Um, and you could see like, all right, so first she's just picking this guy up because Morpheus says, says, says he's the one. Right. And for a lot of the movie, it seems like Trinity's only into him because Morpheus not even into him, but the Trinity is like putting up with him, right? Because Morpheus says he's a big deal. Yeah, he's he's more of a yeah, it's like a like she's like a he's bodyguard. the goal. Yeah, yeah, she's he's a, just she's just the body. asset, right? And then over time that shifts, but what causes it to shift? When does it become something more? There's a I think there's a couple times there's like a, there's like some key conversations that he has with her, right? It's, like on the Nebuchadnezzar. Um, right. When they're following around Morpheus, you know. They're... I think it's belief and support that really helps because mm-hmm. at times she, like, she goes, oh, Morpheus says you're one. And then she starts believing that he is the one. She's she's believing it. And then he's, he never really throws her under the bus at any time. Mm-hmm. He never really, like, contradicts her at any time. So, like, his support of her, yeah. like, if she has an idea, I think he goes along with it. Yeah. So and I, there's also, like, when Morpheus gets captured. Right. And then he decides to go back. I think that was a big selling point for Trinity. Right, because she's like, we both believe the same thing. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, you you right now are not ready, but you're going anyway. Mm-hmm. Like, respect the shit out of that. Yeah. And with her, at the same time, she's like, well, I'm coming. There's nothing you can do about it. And he's like, I feel you. It's like, yeah, right? obviously. And then they go and they kick some ass together. The, the best would have been like a lot of a lot of fucking like these testosterone like movies. Like, I'm going in by myself. And then mm-hmm. someone's like, no, you're not. I'm coming with you. I'd rather go alone. And it's like. In this, in the Matrix, I feel like when she goes, like, I'm coming with you. And he's like, yeah, okay, anybody else? Yeah. Just two <laughs> well, of us? At first, he's like, oh, you can't. And then she just hits him with the, this is, that's what makes her the, yo, Trinity's a fleshy woman. Oh, yeah. I, she passes I agree. it 100%. Yeah. She's got her own aspirations, mm-hmm. her own goals, her own, like, uh, loyalties yeah. outside of that. And then she just falls from over time, but she still has so much autonomy. Right. It's amazing. She's such a great character. Yeah. Whereas Jane is. I, there could have been something. Could have been so because she started off like saying like she's she's trying to overcome an obstacle with her obstacle being she's, herself. Yeah, and you're not sure like is she disabled? Is she sick? Right. But she's got something holding her back. She, they show like her arm. She's got like it looks like some track marks, but you right. don't know if it's drugs or right. like, Oh, you got some robot stuff in you. It's like uh, okay. you know something did if Spider did something to her. Spider drugged her up. You don't right. know what Spider's connection to her is. Oh, speaking of, uh, we have to talk about. Two characters that I don't think we really mentioned. Oh, yeah. Uh, Henry Rollins and Dolph Lundgren. Yeah. Which they were in the, um, what's going on in this movie category? Absolutely. Because Dolph Lundgren got the most cinematic death. Ridiculous. And then the, and a fake scare, a fake, a fake revival Mm -hmm. kind of thing. Uh, he played Street Preacher, who is a Jesus serial killer, but really, he's just, he's just goofing around, man. He's just having a good time. I just don't get. He he's he's a, he's he really seemed like a character out of another movie, right? You know, like he just didn't fit at all. And it's like, why did they hire this guy? He they, was available, uh, right? He, like, he probably needed some money to get his thesis pr- pr- published or something. Yeah, he right. is like a chemical engineer or some shit like that <laughs> in real life. Yeah. No, no, no. I mean, why did why did why the did Yakuza the... hire oh. Dolph Lundgren? Not not hire oh. the street preacher. <laughs> oh, okay, hire the street not, preacher. Not why did they why cast did the, why did they cast? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I, th- I, I it had to come to a point of like, this is the last ditch scenario. It just didn't fit exactly. Like, all right. So I, I hate to I hate to pe- pick another movie, but like, Mask of the Phantasm. Oh, the yeah. mob hires the Joker because right. it's their last ditch effort to stop who's ever killing the mob. Mm-hmm. But then you realize you can't control this force of nature mm-hmm. which i feel like they wanted to do with Dolph Lundgren because any like professional would be like oh my boss is dead the guy who's gonna pay me is dead i'm peace yeah but um 
we don't give a fuck about this dude. No. <laughs> and that's a, I we know don't even he, know what he gives a fuck about. Right. And that's a uh, Jesus. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And that and I know I, I know I kept on seeing that a lot. Like, who cares? What? Why? Like, that's such an important thing. Like, motivations are so important mm-hmm. to a movie. Mm-hmm. This is like motivationless. Right. This like is, he becomes obsessed with killing these characters, and there's no reason for it. Right. You know. And the other character I want to talk about is uh, Henry Rollins, which mm. I guess when he's on screen, the cameraman remembers his equipment. Yeah. yeah. Because it's like he brought his own guy. Yeah, he brought <laughs> his own. He, he's like, oh, I got this. Uh, the stable kit. Like, I, we can move him around. And because they're in a, they're in a hospital, like a clinic. Yeah, like a clinic. Like it's yeah. like a back alley clinic. Right. Yeah. They rented out a high school. It looks like, and they yeah. got to like the top level, and it's him and. It's Henry Rollins and Keanu Reeves and and Jane are just sitting there and they're just going back and forth and it's dizzying. Like rotating shots and rapid zoom-ins. And all they're saying is stuff we already know. Mm -hmm. And it's like a five-minute scene and nothing gets accomplished by it. Like it's – like the camera – sorry, I just hit my microphone. Uh, The camera turns are good for dramatic effect when it's dramatic, not when it's clinical, not when it's like – Okay, here we go. It yeah, it's weird. I think this movie tried to use dr- like dramatic camera work to bring to try to like I think they were watching and just like, "Oh man, this the script is so dry here. Maybe we could like bring some dramatic zoom-ins and stuff to like try to make it seem a little more entertaining." Right. Instead of using it to enhance the moments that are actually dramatic. Right. Yeah, you know? exactly. Cuz then when you have like you said like a shootout or something, it's static close-up. Static mm-hmm. close-up static close-up like it's so like know? there's no over the shoulders there's not like nothing is like there's like there was like one good shot of a guy walking down an alleyway yeah and that's it and it's all because i feel like they just had the camera set up far away yeah <laughs> whereas and then you know again we keep making this comparison because the movie is so similar but you take the matrix mm-hmm. where where you you where like uh it's just a shot reverse shot where neo's just like so what do you say that i can dodge bullets and then it's just a simple reverse. It's like, no, Neo. It was saying, when the time comes, you won't have to. And right. it's like, no, and it's like, oh. <laughs> right. But then at right. the same time, when you have a dramatic shot, you have the zoom in of Neo in the subway station, and he fucking flexes, and the dust, like, comes off of him. And it's like, oh. Right, right. And it's like, and, it, and so you use the drama, the dramatic shot when it's needed, and then when you have something, when you have a good script, right. you can, that can stand and hold its own weight. Exactly. When you have a bad script like this one, Ugh. you start using dramatic camera work to enhance something that is supposed to further the plot, but it doesn't do a good job. That's where I feel like it, you could say, like, this is just a gimmick. Mm-hmm. When it's in a good movie, like, this is needed. This is, yeah. But when, it, when it's like, it's, <laughs> it's like, this is a choice. But when it's in a bad movie, like, this gimmick is getting out of hand. Yeah. Because, like... Yeah, like I, I, and I'll keep talking about this this shot in the hospital where they're just going back. It's like incredibly frustrating because it's okay. Here's what you have to do with that that spin. It's you have to restart the ticking clock. You have to set the you have to set the final stakes, mm-hmm. and then you have to get the character to go. Yeah. Now, but so they did it like five times. So basically, what I was thinking is like Henry Rollins, like you got to get the dad out of your head in the next like twenty minutes. Yeah. You got to go to Jones. Which is a dolphin, which we which we spoke about. Yeah. And then you gotta take my, you gotta take my and like and the street preacher's coming, but it's like Keanu's like, what do you mean? So it's like incredibly frustrating. Yeah. It's like, dude, like there was one point just leave. where he zooms, it's like dramatic zoom in on Keanu, but how are we gonna get the data out? Mm-hmm. And then dramatic zoom in on Henry Rollins. Well, it involves a, a bus saw, a plug in, and a and you know solder, and it, like you know something that would, that indicates right. that he's cutting it out of him essentially. Right. And then it zoom, then a, the dramatic zoom in back in Keanu. What? Yeah. Whoa! Right. And uh, all pointless. Yeah, and, and it was funny is that none of, that didn't even end up happening. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> like didn't even like. It's like they did these zoom ins, but it's not like a cool like Dutch angle where it's like kind of like tilted, where it's yeah. like we gotta cut your brain open. Whoa! Yeah, and it's that like, that's the thing. That like if you're saying it for something that's actually significant, right? Or if you're saying it for laughs, you could do it in a wide shot, right? <laughs> to kind of open up the space so when the street preacher comes oh. in. You see what they're fighting with, Ugh. but you have on these close-ups, and you're just like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I don't, I don't care. <laughs> I'm just done with this. Yeah, it's just like, wait, so this is the important part of the scene, right. but you know, this is the part that you wanted to show me, right? They, they, like, it would have been cool to see 
more close up, maybe like a more of a tracking shot through the through the clinic, where it's just you could see the people suffering. But it's just like, look at this guy. Look at that guy. Yeah. Here's some call. Here's some coffee. What? Right. Right. What? Okay. Right. And then you just move along. <laughs> Although the shot of uh, of the of street preacher rolling in the like whoever that the, like a patient in right. the clinic with the with the crucifix knife right. coming out That's of his cool. chest. That was a cool shot. Yeah. Um, I feel like if Sam Raimi just stopped in for one day, that was just what took he did. over. Yeah. It's like let's just do this. Oh. Cool. Like, oh, that, that's nice. All right, let's like, not do I, I'll anything. see you later. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm going to shoot something else. And then, and then, like, they just went back to doing what they were right. doing after. Um. Okay. So we're about 53 minutes I in. thought I wouldn't be able to talk about this. I told you we were able to. Yeah. Wow. I mean, granted, <laughs> we spun the fuel helped, the too. Yeah. The fuel helped. G-Fuel. Honestly, we only spun off in the mission G-Fuel makes something out of nothing. Yeah, seriously. Right. Fill your void with G-Fuel. <laughs> <laughs> um, Empty your load on G-Fuel. I mean, Sorry. <laughs> Uh, you know, and look, we didn't even we were able to destroy this movie without even talking about the bad CGI too much. I don't want to bring that up because no. I feel like it's not one even, is not fair. Even in our takedown of this movie, our takedown, even on our, our slap of, there is some like if you do like Keanu Reeves, you may have to see this movie. There are like and and like Matt said, and I'll repeat it, he is a hundred percent right. There are good bones in this movie, so if you have an idea. It's not the Matrix, <laughs> and you want to see kind of like an idea that just like misses the point. Mm-hmm. Watch, watch this movie, kind of build off what you can from it because you were looking also to kind of maybe build a D and D campaign off this, or at least bring it, bring some of the ideas. Have some in, ideas, right? I could see the bones exactly because you see the bones. You're like, I could pick from this, and maybe this could work. I feel like this is this is kind of like that DVD rack in Best Buy, where it's like mm. twenty. DVDs for five dollars. Yeah, just start going through it and see what you can get. Um, so I'll, let's let's grade it. All right, for me this is gonna be like uh, I don't know what I don't know man. I think I'm like really low on. It. I think I'm like a three. I was gonna agree with you. Like I'm three three and a half. Yeah. Uh, I know on Rotten Tomatoes it got a twelve. Out of a hundred though. Yeah. That's really low. That's lower uh, than a three. E- even the audience score was about a. I think a thirty-one. Oh, that that lines up with us then. Yeah, thirty-one is like three out of ten. Yeah. Um. Let's see. IMDb has given it a five points. IMDb is super super what? soft. IMDb is so soft because I think there's too many. Yeah. Voices. And I think a lot of people grade IMDb things like ironically. Right. Like, yeah. yeah. Exactly. You don't know which one's like facetious, which you don't right. know is serious. Um. Okay. Yeah, so Yeah, I'd say a three. Yeah. I'd say a three. It's about a three. They took. What what had solid? Like I said, I'd give three for the bones. Yeah, three for the bones. But just everything that could have been interesting about it, they mentioned it in the prologue and never again. This could have been a wacky sci-fi adventure. Yeah, you if could it, have had tension. You, you could know, have had stakes. You could have had some goofy ass shit going on. Right, but you had none of it. Ice T was in this. Ice T was in it as a leader. Damn. What on a bridge, bro? What's going on? There's a guy with a laser fingernail. Yeah, that was cool. That was super cool. Even the effects of it were cool. Right. They even pulled that off nicely. But there was, like, no squibs. No. Like, very little squibs. Yeah. It was uh, yeah. kind of like dust. Yeah. Like, like, oh, got some red on you. Yeah. They put all of their practical effects into burning Dolph Lundgren. Lundgren. <laughs> yeah, making that, like, uh, hold on. I just got to see something. Um, so, yeah. Uh, so, it is not a good... Not a good movie. Not a good movie. Not a good movie. It's it's cool. It it does make me appreciate one like how far Keanu's come. Right. And two that Keanu it it, it reframes things and it makes me appreciate not Keanu, although I do appreciate him in John. But the Wick. people around Keanu. Yeah, yeah, the people that are able to point right. Keanu in the right direction. I just want to say Hot Fuzz was made for like eight million pounds. Nuts. Right. So this was made maybe maybe. $12 million and the action, less. even though it's facetious and hot fuzz, right. is still shot better. Right. You know? Uh, so I'd say that... Watch Hot Fuzz instead. Yeah. Keanu's a, a tool. You know? Keanu is... He is our window into the movie. Yes. He is supposed to be our representative. This movie, they closed the window. Right. They let him go too long. Yeah. Without raining him in. Right. Right. Like, I, I think it's not even... I think they told him to act. Right. They're like, like oh, we saw you in Dracula. Act. Right, yeah, like, look, you know, your character is going to be super upset by this. Do that. Right. And instead, they're just kind of like, you're, and when when really it's like, 
this is what's happening around your character is what right. is what most people do with Keanu. Yeah, I know he does a lot of stuff for like the experience of it. So I would wonder what he would think. I wonder if they did like a Vanity Fair or the GQ like you know timeline of my career. Mm. What he would say about this movie? Oh yeah, yeah. Because he'd be like, you know, it's a thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it doesn't look like they spent that long shooting. Maybe like it look honestly, maybe they got it done like they shot only at like night. Four days. They yeah. only they only <laughs> shot at night, and mm-hmm. if they weren't outside, they were. Like in a basement, so yeah. this had to be a miserable experience. Yeah. So something is probably happy to, to like he did. He showed up on set uh, first day. He's like, this isn't good. And then like you know, <laughs> he got to hang out with Ice T for a little bit. That was yeah, cool. Yeah. And then he stuck through it for the for the rest of the shoot, and then just never thought about it again. Right. That's because that's what I'm gonna do. Right. I'm gonna never. Th- I'm hopefully I never think about this movie again. It's gone. Yeah. It's unknown now. It's in the long. It's in the. It's in the long term memory core that I'm ditching to. When you have to get that implant you go yeah, okay 16th... what do you want to get rid of your your 15th birthday or johnny mnemonic right <laughs> i watched johnny mnemonic yeah, that's already gone pal shit all right cool <laughs> let's get rid of that again okay. uh so guys thanks so much for listening because yeah. uh, chances are you haven't watched this movie yeah. so if it is that means you're listening to us review a movie you haven't watched if you if you clicked on if you search keanu reeves in some sort of google search for cyberpunk yeah. Because I'm definitely fucking putting that well, in there. Keanu Reeves is in Cyberpunk. That's what I'm saying. So. Like, yeah, yeah, so Keanu Reeves is in that like, video game Cyberpunk that's coming out. Yeah. And I'm definitely going to try to get those views. Yeah, for sure. For sure. It's going to be so funny. People that click on this thinking it's going to be talking about Keanu Reeves and Cyberpunk. Right. And it's, Also, why is it called Johnny Mnemonic? Because it's Mnemonic Industries. It's not. It's Pharma. It's pharma. No, no. The, he's a new, he has a Mnemonic chip oh. in his head. That's what it is. But why is that called Mnemonic? Because it helps you remember things. Right. Got it. You're the doctor. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. went through medical school. I didn't. I know, but I'm it's a like janitor. <laughs> it just goes to show how poorly this movie kind right, of conveyed exactly. its, it's conveyed so stupid. Its ideas. Yeah. It's basically Johnny. It would be like Johnny Gatorade if it was another company. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like who gives a fuck? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like who gives a fuck? <laughs> I think um, that's kind of clever though. Yeah. Something to help you remember, and the whole things about the guy they can't remember, but and they don't futuristic. play. They don't play onto the memory part at all. No. They just talk about you have this thing inside you. Mm-hmm. It, they, the cure could have been implanted into his liver. Yeah. And the mo- and the plot would have been the same because they don't play on the actual interesting part, which is his memories. Mm-hmm. But anyway. <laughs> they could have tattooed him and like the, the cure's in your bones. Right. And right. that would have the plot would have been the exact same. Right. They took the worst the wrong parts of these of their idea right. and made the movie out of it. They, it could have been the Johnny t- numerical. He's just a big tattoo. Of yeah, the whole thing. Like, dude, your brain is supposed to be frying, but the symptoms never get worse than just shaking. Than just shaking. Yeah. So it's just something he has. He just has Tourette's throughout the film. He just has epilepsy. He just ha- ep- epilepsy. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. He just he just gets epilepsy throughout the film. He, there's a couple of strobe lights, and he just you know. Okay. Yeah, but then he gets he up behaves an hour later. Yeah, he gets up an hour later, and he's fine. Right. So it's like, all right, well, nothing's actually. Right, getting... that's what I'm saying. Like, there's no ticking clock, so right. there's nothing like you don't Even feel like girl, he's up against it. Her yeah. symptoms, her, she gets, she shakes a little bit, right, and then she's fine again. There's right. no, it doesn't show that she's actually any close to dying. No, and there's like no like extra makeup to like see like the, like the. the oh, Keanu does look more gone. I think he's just. I think that's just morally. That's just him. <laughs> just him. Just like like. I think he looks it. more gone, but it's like not. It's not as dramatic as it should be. Yeah, because it's and your it, brain. There's nothing to. There's nothing. No change in his behavior to match yeah. it. His brain is fucking leaking. Yeah, and he's just like. And he just looks Ugh. like he hasn't slept in a day. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. Anyway, guys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this month it's gonna keep going. Yo, it's, I can't wait. To, I can't wait to see what I come up. I'm to excited. Show you. I'm excited for yours. Yeah, man. Um, okay, guys. So. Thank you so much for listening. I just I think that's a good point for us to end on. Yeah. That is the shoot. You know, you you guys did great listening to us. You, you held on. Did, if you, you held a, on this long, you did a good job. I'm, I'm good proud job. of you. Um, <laughs> just, but as always, if you want to, oh, maybe suggest a movie for me to bring to Brian. No, he'll see it if you yeah. tweet it to yeah. me. Yeah, I'm the one who controls the social yeah, media. He'll he'll see it before I do. <laughs> yeah. So Matt, I got a message you. But uh, if you if there's something with Johnny Mnemonic that we miss that you want to share with us or anything about the, the Matrix, big mnemonic heads out there, or, yeah, right, the mnemonicos, um, or or something about Keanu, because we learned something new about Keanu today. 
that even he could look weird without right. sideburns. Right. Uh, oh, you can always hit us up at Movie Mayhem Pod on Twitter. Uh, at Movie Mayhem Podcast on Instagram. Movie Mayhem Podcast at gmail.com. If you want to buy a shirt or a mask or a thing and a bob and a bit of them, go to tpublic.com backslash Movie Mayhem Dodcast with a D. Not with a P. Not with a B. Still nope. fixed it. That's for a different podcast to get their shit spelled. Also, right. if you've uh, noticed our Instagram, if you do follow or whatever, I am growing a mustache for Movember. You are. I see that. Uh, it is. So. I have surprisingly got a lot of compliments on it, even though I'm not, I'm not a big mustache guy. But also, you wear a mask all the time. I wear a mask all the time, <laughs> and I feel like it does help out. Uh, but uh, the 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 pictures I put up on my own personal Instagram, I've gotten a lot of compliments on. So yeah, you donate. Uh, I think it's Movember. I'll put the link up in the description yeah. and obviously in the uh, the shit on the. Uh, social medias but if you would like to donate i'm trying to raise 500 dollars for men's mental health uh it's a good cause like you look mature and distinguished you don't look creepy yet i mean maybe if it gets more bushy i feel like i i feel like when i when i cut the mustache out is more of just like i've got like uh i've got a real white guy head let's just (laughs) like a potato head going on here so yeah if you like to check that out check the links and um we will be back next week. Next week. With what? I don't know. Yeah. Hard to tell. Does Matt know? I have an idea. Yeah. It just depends on on if my guest uh, is going to be coming in. If not, I'll supplement it with another one. All right. So... Trouble over land and sea and air. G.I. Joe is there.